Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
I, of course, had no fucking clue what to expect once the water was running down me and all that electrical shit was happening. For all I knew, it was going to stop my heart and kill me dead right there on the spot. But since I'm sitting here talking to the three of you, obviously that's not what happened. I'm actually kind of glad I got to hear each of your stories first. Your crazy ride, Steve, and solving some of the fucked up riddles here on the rock, and and your unique journey, Jake. <laughs> but then, have you ever had a boring day here at the Ostium Network, or an Ostium for that matter? Can't say I have. Not since I've met you, at least. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's a compliment or a veiled insult. Oh, it's definitely a compliment. Then why the fuck did you hesitate? I'll keep you guessing. Are you fucking with me, Jake? Yes, Monica. I think for once, possibly the first and only time ever, I am. Oh, you guys. Wait, did that sound as cheesy as it did in my head? It sure did, man. But to save your embarrassment... Oh, look, you're even turning red. I'm going to get started with my story. Like I said... It was good getting to hear both your stories to help me put what I experienced into words. It was sort of like Jake's story at first, but then also sort of like Steve's later on. For the first part of it, it was almost like I was just an observer, and everything was just going to happen whether I wanted it to or not. It felt kind of helpless, to be honest. I even tried moving about, trying to get out of it, but I was firmly trapped and not going anywhere, and it pissed me off. But once I saw what I was being shown, it shut me right up. Welcome back to KWED. Sophia Gomez here. Tuning into another story tonight of a more colorful variety, we got a new mystery here in Northern California just the strangest variety you're going to hear. Apparently, there's a hidden town approximately four hours out of San Francisco, only the actual town hasn't been officially found yet. What has been found is your simple Californian road sign. You know, the ones that let you know you're getting closer to your destination and you figure sooner or later, you'll start to see the buildings or some side of town. No physical town has yet to be discovered. There have been a number of visitors, including the first person to discover the town sign, and you'll hear from them in just a moment as well as professional authorities who have investigated and attempted to find the town, all to no avail. When asked what they were able to find, they reported they kept getting turned around somehow and being brought to the same sign. One police officer was even left standing by the town sign to ensure that it was the same sign they were being brought back to, which was confirmed. As for the actual town sign in question, the details are sparring. The town's name is Ostium. That's O-S-T-I-U-M. Through our research, we've learned that is the Latin word for door. And below the name are two more details. One, the elevation at 282 feet, which is believed to be the correct number for the approximate location of Ostium. The other is the town's population, which according to the sign, is zero. Let me repeat that for anyone who might have missed it or thought they misheard. According to the sign, the population for this town is zero. Nothing. As in, there are no people living there. And before you ask, yes. There is not another town sign like this to be found anywhere else in the country that we know of. Each town always has a population, otherwise it can be two things. Either it is designated a ghost town 
which has been abandoned and therefore the details on any sign no longer apply, or if there are zero people residing in that town, it is not a town by definition. It is a true conundrum wrapped in an enigma at this point, because there are simply no answers to this mystery. More people continue to visit the sign daily. Instagram has been flooded with visitors posting selfies with the sign, pointing to pasture any conspiracy theorist who believe the sign and town itself to be a hoax or fake news. With conspiracies ranging from some bizarre sociological government experiment to see how the general population will react, to a fabrication done as a prank. Much like the strange monoliths that were erected in northern San Juan County, Utah, and back to Damai Hill in Romania that were later confirmed to be orchestrated. At this point, if this is somehow a bizarre prank, the intention behind it remains unclear. Nevertheless, authorities will continue to investigate, and it has been rumored they may shut down access to the sign in the near future, along with the road leading to the town that cannot be found. And visitors can continue to get those selfies for the time being. But let's hear now from the first person to discover the mysterious Ostium sign. My husband and I had been vacationing in Fort Bragg for two weeks. We'd been there about five days and it was beautiful and everything, but I was ready for a change just for one day. So I convinced George to go on a long drive with our phones and GPS and all that. You really can't get lost these days. And I just wanted to go on an adventure. You know what I mean? Just a change of scenery. One day. That's it. And then I'd be all ready to return to the gorgeous coastline again. So we packed up a great big picnic with lots of water. Can't ever have too much water, you know. And then we set up and just drove for hours and hours. Took bathroom breaks when we needed them, of course. It, it, it was just wonderful. Seeing the land change from the coastline to the dense forest and... Uh, what was that? Oh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> my apologies. After around three hours, we weren't near any towns or villages. I, I never know what the difference is, or even houses for that matter. And we were just driving along this narrow road, and it felt like the walls of vegetation were on each side were just closing in on us. It was honestly a little creepy, and then we came to the road sign. I, I slowed down till we stopped in front of it, and there it was. Ostium, population zero. We were both completely confuzzled, so I said, well, let's go check it out. <laughs> so we kept driving, and the funniest thing happened. We saw the backside of the sign. I stopped just as we passed to make sure it was the same one, and it was. I could tell because there was this dirty smear beneath the O, mud or something. But I noticed it the first time I saw it, and there it was again. I pointed out to George and he agreed and then he got like this look in his eye and I think I had it too because he started looking at me funny. Even though we've only been together for five years, we know each other inside and out. We both wanted to get out of there quickly. George didn't even need to tell me. I turned the Prius back on and zoomed out of there and we didn't stop until we got back to Fort Bragg. Dear George took a few photos, which he posted on his Instagram, and the following morning, the photos had gone viral, and all of her friends were uh, getting in touch, and before I knew it, the authorities got in touch. I thought we'd done something wrong at first, but no, they just wanted to know about the sign and where exactly we were when we saw it, and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. 
was obviously shocked. Well, only a little at first, I guess, because I wasn't sure if it was real. But the more I thought about it after everything I'd been through with Jake, well, I figured it had to be real. And that scared the fuck out of me. Ostium had been found by the whole world, it seemed. Only that wasn't exactly true. They'd found the sign, but the actual town hadn't been found yet. I felt like that could only be a matter of time, though. Ostium seemed to be keeping itself hidden for now. But eventually someone was going to find it. I then asked myself, didn't that depend on how many people knew about it and how curious they all were? This was just a small Northern California radio station. Sure, the photos had gone viral, and anyone nearby wanting to make the long trip would be visiting. But a week or two and that sign and ostium would be forgotten, right? That's when I realized I needed to be sure. I needed to find out what the real world knew about ostium. I always thought Jake was the random fluke. Oh, thanks, Monica. I I mean that in the nicest way, Jake. You worked really fucking hard to find Ostium, and the town or the Ostium network or whatever powers that be helped you find it, too. It's definitely a compliment. Okay, thanks. That, That does make me feel a lot better. So I needed to track down all the instances of Ostium being mentioned and find out if they were, one, actually about the town, and two, whether they led people closer to finding the town and started with the basic tool that got everything going with Jake and GeoGuessr. I googled Ostium. It was like having a computer in your head. I say this for your sake, Jake. Steve and I used to have implants and already had that ability, so it wasn't too much of a stretch to start working that way. Sure, It had been a bunch of times since the implants had been removed, and it took a little practice in getting used to getting things going, but it didn't take me long to get comfortable looking for signs of ostium in my head. Took some heavy weeding at first. I got a lot of medical shit since, as we all know, ostium is Latin for door, and it gets used in medical procedures and textbooks and papers and all that stuff a lot. So that had to be found, accessed, and removed from the search. It was actually starting to remind me a bit of my crazy deep research dive I did back when I was narrowing down where I wanted to travel through the Ostium door to. There were a few music references, songs and albums, (laughs) and even a couple artists, but those were easily thrown away. I guess it's kind of hard for you to picture this, Jake, since it all sounds pretty sci-fi to you, right? I can get the gist of it, but you're right, Monica. This is completely new territory here, and I'm just going to have to take your word for it. The shared genius of the cranial implant is that you don't have to follow a preconceived guide or infrastructure or layout. There aren't really any rules to follow and learn. It's all up to you. You get to create the system and architecture. If you want a giant multi-story library, you can have that. If you want piles and piles of, I don't know, books, paper, and even fucking floppy disks, you can have that if you want. You pick the medium and the arrangement, You suggest the organizational system in the implant follows your rules and makes it happen. Even if you want a big pile of random shit, it'll do it for you. Really, Steve? Only for a little while, Mum. Then I went for color coding. Everything was in all these different specific colors, and they were grouped together by a common color. That sounds really cool. 
It was. Sounds like it. Does that make things a little clearer, Jake? Yeah, I think so. I get it now how you were able to sift through so much and get rid of the details you knew weren't important. Exactly. Otherwise, things would have taken a lot fucking longer. Although at that point, since I was stuck in who the fuck knows where, it could take a hundred years because I didn't really have any idea of the passage of time. Damn, you're right. I didn't either. Nor me. Could have been seconds or minutes or donkey's years. Sure, Steve. I think I had the idea that I was, like, somewhere inside the Ostium network, where time didn't really matter. But I wasn't going to let that shit get to me. I had a new quest I was on, and it had been too fucking long since the last one. So I was going to get the answers I wanted, even if I had to pry them out of the cold, dead circuits and computer chips of the Ostium network. Um, <laughs> no insult intended, John. None taken, Monica. So whatever I was experiencing, wherever I was in the Ostium network, it felt a lot like using the implant. And then it was a case of investigating these instances of Ostium. Or Ostium stances, if you will. No. Just no, Jake. Try it again, and I won't allow you to talk for a while. Got it? <laughs> Got it, Monica. So I picked one of the Ostium instances at random and kind of zoomed in on it. It was a single page pinned to a big notice board by some bathrooms. And it was just a little sentence, and with an email address to contact on those little strips of paper at the bottom you pull off. Usually, it's for someone looking for a roommate or something they're trying to sell or buy. In this case, it said, Have you seen Ostium? In big black letters with a giant question mark underneath. And the little strips had an email address printed on them, Looking for ostium at gmail.com. That's where I needed to go next. So I closed my eyes and, like you did, Jake, kind of visualized myself being there. It was just a feeling I got, an idea out of nowhere to try. Part of me was thinking, oh, I must be going batshit crazy, while the other part totally believed it was going to work. I just waited to see which one was right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss
I opened my eyes and <laughs> there it was, back in fucking civilization again. It was, it was overwhelming at first. <sighs> Fortunately, I was off to the side down a narrow hallway that led to the bathrooms, out of the main flow of traffic. Which was good, because I was having a hard time processing all this. Being back in a normal mall in a normal city in the United States. <sighs> wow. And then it hit me again. And this time, I had to lean against the wall and take some deep breaths. It wasn't my time or some crazy Ostium Network time. This was the time I'd been studying for so long, thinking I was going to go back to one day. Totally planning to, in fact, but I never did. And now, here I was, and I could see an electronic sign that had a map of the mall and its many stores. It said the name of this place was the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, and the date was February 21st, 2020. Okay, maybe that was just a little outside the range of my planned visit via the Ostium door. I, I think I set the latest date at 2010, but still, it was kind of uncanny to really be here. In a place that was as average and American as apple pie and baseball. A few minutes went by and this all started to sink in. I got back on my feet again. I walked down the hallway where no one had joined me to use the restrooms, which was good. Since I was still kind of a mess. And then I saw the notice board with tons of business cards for everything you could imagine. Full page ads for dry cleaners and nail salons and sales at a local store. And there was the page down by the bottom, kind of hidden, but not for anyone who was looking for it. I ripped off one of the slips and double checked the email address. There it was, lookingforostium at gmail.com. I took out my data pad and saw I was automatically connected to the Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> now I was starting to feel pretty fucking lucky for ending up in this decade. If this was like 20 years before 2019, I'd have had to hide this data pad from everyone, and getting on the internet wouldn't have been so easy. And if this had been back in, say, the 80s or 90s, would I even be able to send an email? I started a new email and used Ostium as the subject, and then just said, I'm interested, with the initial M. I hit send and realized I might have made a terrible mistake if the receiver of my email would see that this email was being sent from the future somehow. I kind of hoped my data pad info had synced with the current date and it wouldn't look like a time-traveling piece of electronic correspondence. Of course, that might help my case and get the person on the other end to respond quicker. I guess in time I'd find out. I walked back down the hallway and out into the main concourse and watched all these different people walking by, shopping for who knows what. Crap they probably didn't really need, but just wanted to have. I saw on the other side of the big sign was a flat screen TV with the news showing. I couldn't hear it, so I got closer. There was this headline along the bottom that said COVID-19 update. What the fuck was COVID? known how quickly it will spread or how it is spread. It was confirmed today that the first case of COVID-19 has been reported in Italy. Scientists are still baffled at where this virus came from and to what extent it will spread around the globe. 
Governments worldwide are preparing however they can for the potential of a pandemic, though many in power say it will not reach that extent. Nevertheless, there are some scientists, like Dr. Jamila Lawrence, who says this may eclipse the entire planet and she has no idea when we will come out of it. But we do not want to imply any cause for alarm here, but recommend people wash their hands often and start to consider wearing masks if they get sick. Some of the symptoms of COVID-19 include... My datapad buzzed, and I saw I'd gotten an email back. That was fucking fast. It said, What do you know of Ostium? Okay, the person was testing me, seeing if I had any info to give. What could I tell them that wouldn't be too much, but would give them something? I typed out, I know it's a town that can't be found, where there are no people. Less than 30 seconds later, I got another message. Are you in Bloomington? We need to meet. Good. I was a little faster than I expected, but I needed to find out how much this person actually knew. I looked outside at the massive mall parking lot. There was a lamppost with the letter F on it. I emailed back that I'd meet them by the F sign. I thought about saying F for fuck, but thought that might be a bit too presumptuous of me. Less than 10 seconds this time. They said they'd meet me there in 10 minutes. Well, here goes. I arrived early because I wanted to see whomever was coming from a distance and be ready for anything they might be planning. I had my preconceptions about what they might be like, and I'm sure they felt the same way. And then I saw him coming. Tall guy. Big guy. Tough guy. And a brother, no less. Are you... M? Yep. And you are? You can call me D. It's sticking to single-letter names. I like it. All clandestine and shit. Ostium ain't no joke. It's some serious shit. And what do you know about it? Why don't you tell me what you know first? I thought you were the one who was going to be giving me answers. That's what it said on the notice board. Okay, but I gotta know if you know something. And you're not here to pump me for information. You could be a fucking reporter for all I know. Honey, I ain't no reporter. If I told you who I really was, (laughs) well, it would blow your fucking mind. I know some stuff about Ostium. I know roughly where it is. I know all the authorities really know is there's a town sign, but no town. And no one fucking lives there. All right, good. You know your shit. So are you going to tell me something I don't know? I know it's got something to do with a guy named Jake. Oh, so you do know more than you've been telling. I don't know anything about anyone called Jake. Nah, you can't fool me. I've been a therapist for over 20 years. Seen a lot of different patients in my time, and if there's anything I've learned, it's that the eyes don't lie. You could have a poker face, keep your facial muscles from twitching and all that shit, but the eyes always tell the truth. Fine. I might know a guy called Jake. What's he got to do with Ostium? Through a buddy of mine. I used to live in San Fran. Well, I guess I still do, actually. Still got a place there, but I've been on the hunt for the last year learning everything I can about this place called Ostium. 
What's that got to do with Jake? This friend, Brandon. We used to hang out at a sports bar, watching the Giants play, and chatting about whatever. And then one day he comes in looking like he hasn't slept in over a week. He said a good friend of his was missing, a guy named Jake. He'd waited at the guy's place for days, and then Jake finally showed. Brandon said Jake told him he had found this weird hidden town where there were these doors that somehow took him to different places in time. Brandon obviously didn't believe it, and it sounded like a bunch of bullshit to me. Then he said Jake switched his story, and he just said he met a girl and they'd been having fun together, and that's why he'd been gone so long. So it's the mystery. Neither you nor Brandon believed this Jake. This all happened to Brandon a month before he came into the bar and found me. He hasn't seen Jake since. Been looking all over the city for him. He said even if Jake was telling the truth about the girl, Brandon would have heard from him in one way or another, but there was nothing. Then he said, does that mean what he was first telling me was actually true? What did you tell him? I said, I don't see how it possibly could be. It just all sounds too far-fetched. Brandon said, yeah, he was thinking pretty much the same thing, and that's when the shots arrived. After that, it gets a little hazy for me, and way more hazy for him. (laughs) So what the fuck are you doing here in Bloomington, Minnesota, talking to me then? Because I heard a radio show on KQED talking about a sign they found called Ostium, and I saw photos on Instagram that got me thinking, what if this Jake guy was right? Somehow. And since then, I've been tracking down every lead and mention of the word Ostium wherever I can find it. And why'd you put up that sign asking for more info? That's actually a funny story. I got some friends around the country helping me out, giving me any leads that they come across. And one of them said they saw a pic online of this notice board in the Mall of America, and they're pretty sure there was something on there mentioning Ostium. So I came to Bloomington. Wait, hang on a minute. How long have you been doing this? Almost a year. Oh, Jesus, that's a long time. I'm guessing you've got some sick time saved up, plus some savings? Eh, something like that. Anyway, I checked the nose board. No such fucking luck. Then I checked all over the damn mall and couldn't find the word Ossium anywhere. So that's when I decided to try it for myself. Put up my own sign, and you responded. And how long was that sign up there before you heard from me? Two weeks. Uh-huh. And how many other people you heard from? You would be the first. Yeah, I figured as much. So, over this whole year you've been doing this, how much intel you got on Ostium? Er, pretty much everything I've told you, and what you told me. I already knew all that, but it sounds like you might have some more. Do you? When's the last time you talked to Brandon? That's also kind of weird. I haven't heard from Brandon since that time he came into the bar and told me what he knew. I've been trying to get in touch with him everywhere. Got friends in the city looking out for him as well, but no one's heard anything from him. So this guy Jake goes missing, and now Brandon's AWOL? That's pretty much the thick of it. And how many times have you come across the name Ostium in your travels? Hey, how about you give me some of your info, and then I'll give you some of mine. How's that sound? No. Answer my question, and then I'll think about telling you more. Fine. I've come across the word six times. All six of those times have been more people trying to find out about Ostium. Some of them know a bit of what I know, or all of it, and the rest know jack shit. It's been a long year, huh? Sure fucking has. I'm a patient guy, though. But it's starting to feel like a complete waste of time. And now we've got this virus that's starting to get out of hand. Is is that, uh, 
COVID-19, I think I saw they're calling it? Yeah. So you believe some of the crazy stories they're telling, that it could become a global pandemic and basically shut down the planet? It's because of global travel, all the flights and airlines, there's no real way to contain it other than shutting everything down. You really think it will get to that? I don't know. I have a feeling it might, but I'm really hoping it doesn't. It'll be my investigation the Ossium will be limited to anything I can find online. Well, it's not like you've been finding a ton by traveling all around the country, is it? Nah, you're right. I've been getting ready to throw in the towel and head back home, but then I got your email. So, do you know anything more? I'm sorry. I know basically the same, except for one thing, which I'm going to tell you. But here's the deal. You don't get to ask questions. I'm going to tell it to you, and that's it. And then I'm gone, and you're on your own. You keep it to yourself, got it? Don't tell any of your ostium groupies. Affirmative. I'm keeping it to myself. Good. And like I said, after I tell you, I'm walking away, and that's it. If you find anything new, you know my email. But I don't think it's likely we'll be seeing each other again. Okay? can't say I'm really thrilled, but what choice do I have? Exactly. You know how they found the Ostium sign and they keep trying to find the town, but no one's seen the single building of that place? Yeah, they keep getting turned around somehow and ending up back at the sign. I even did it myself. Five times. Same thing happened every time. Made me pissed, but I couldn't figure out what was going wrong or how I was getting turned around. Sure. The reason that's happening is because the town of Ostium is untethered. And that's it. See ya. What does that even fucking mean? I don't get it. I make my way quickly back through the mall to that notice board. I rip off the sheet that says, have you seen Ostium, and toss it in the trash can. And then I go into the restroom and lock myself in a stall. It's okay. Ostium's safe. For now, at least doesn't know anything, and no one else really does either, other than the few details from the radio show and the photos. Why did you tell him about Ostium being untethered? Uh, I don't really know. Draymond's a good guy, and he was trying really hard to get some answers, just like we've been from the very beginning. He's... he's kind of like us. Yeah, I can see that. But it's still a bit of a risk telling him. <laughs> What's he going to do with knowing Ostium is untethered? He doesn't even know what that fucking means. But there's something else too, right? Yeah, you're right, Steve. I wanted to make sure he stayed on our side. I don't know if we'll ever meet again. But I have this little feeling. An Ostium feeling? Fuck you, Jake. Uh, But yeah, sure. If I'm going to call it a type of feeling... Sure, an ostium feeling that our paths might cross again at some point in the future. Or the past. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, smarty pants. But if it does happen, I just want him to know we're on his side. We're all in this together. That he can trust us? Yes. And more importantly, that we can trust him if we need to. So is that the end of your story? Not by a long shot. And this is where things get real fucking interesting. This episode was written, edited, and produced by Alex E. Talander. The part of Jake is performed by Chris Fletcher. The part of Monica is performed by Georgia McKenzie. The part of Zhang is performed by Emily Wong. The part of Steve is performed by Alex C. Talander. The part of News Announcer is performed by Mike Lord. The part of Sophia is performed by Madeline Dorta. The part of Dominic is performed by Davis Walden. The part of Draymond is performed by Eli Gabriel. Sound design was done by the wonderful Mike Nye of Hail and Well Met Podcasts. For more info, check out hailandwellmetpodcast.com. Music featured in this episode is Zeitschreiber by Simon Slater, courtesy of the Free Music Archive. Be sure to check out the artist at freemusicarchive.org. The theme song was composed by Chris Fletcher. Thank you to all our patrons on the Ostian Network Patreon. You make this show possible. If you would like to support our shows, you can do that at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll get access to lots of bonus material, including brand new episodes of the Ostium Sagas, the monthly Ostium Network update, and lots of other goodies. For more info on Ostium, our other shows, transcripts, and merchandise, you can visit ostiumnetwork.com. The Ostium Podcast is a member of the Rusty Quill Network. For other great Rusty Quill shows, be sure to check out rustyquill.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week for a new episode. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.